Welcome to my computer fan. Welcome to my little robots. Welcome to Troutland Radio. <laughs> <laughs> does it does it do the trout song, the take me back to the river song? <laughs> the big mouth belly bass. <laughs> Jeez. No, it is one that you can mount on the wall though. They did think of that. Special. Yeah. Aww. I wanna give him a fur mantle, perhaps one day. <laughs> So we were we were watching this YouTube video of Jenny Nicholson making like a fur coat. Bearing trout. Well, yeah, it's not a fur coat. It was more like replacing the skin of the trout with fur. Um, But I immediately was like, I have to get a stuffed trout for Alyssa. Um, And she is magnificent. She she loves it. It's a noble creature. He needs a little. He needs a little mushroom hat, and then you'll be oh, set. Oh, you're right. Oh, you've never been more right. Inside the walls. This is episode 111, Assassin's Fate, chapters 41 through 44. And I'm Rachel, a rereader. I'm Alyssa, a rereader. I'm Jenny, and I'm a rereader. I'm Eli, and I'm a rereader. I'm Ashley, and I'm a new reader. And I'm Joey, a first time audiobook listener. Um, I know that I said that we're at uh pretty 97.8 and then i was like oh we're gonna hit it we're gonna hit it but i wasn't quite realizing that there weren't that many episodes left (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna do some kind of post i was like oh shit because i missed a week so it's like in my head i was thinking like there's more but it's just me i just missed a week so we could come back for a bonus episode after yeah yeah but we gotta do the one where we actually talk about all the stuff yeah we have some we have things to discuss and then there's gonna be like a random one that i drop at like three in the morning in like october where i'm just like drunk and i'm just like you know (laughs) 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 i have things i need to say well, hopefully we'll all be together drunk and all in these October people that for- somewhere and we can yeah. we can just record that. Everybody on one mic though. Just one communal but mic. Just in the think middle. about it like well 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 two things. One, just think about how all these people who are subscribed to get this stuff auto loaded to their phone are going to forget to unsubscribe. So <laughs> yeah. it's like I can send them whatever I want. It's yeah. like I, I have the emergency like Yeah. They're in our clutches forever. All right, corrections, omissions, and announcements. Announcements. I'm going to hold the last episode hostage <laughs> until we hit 100,000 downloads. <gasps> Tell your friends. Tell yeah. your friends. Ah, just listen to the same uh, episode time and time again. Just walk around your office, open up Spotify on everybody's computer, and hit play on Keep Radio. And we we'll get don't, there. We, just we care only about need, numbers. like, what, 3,000 listens. So, Not I even. Mean, all of you listen, like... Two and a half times. We'll get there. I'm gonna go to sleep tonight on uh with it streaming on my phone, but with the volume turned down, and I'm just gonna let it play. Yes, do that. Yeah, yeah. Do that, people. 
All right. <laughs> and, um, and then also announcement, our next episode will be our last regularly scheduled book club episode. Um, we are that close to being done with 16 books and a bunch of short stories uh, that we started three years ago. So if you want to send us some mail, some bird mail, now is the time, folks. Bird we got mail. another... Yeah. You can send it to us whenever, even when we're not recording. And if you hear about us later, you can still send us mail. And That'll yeah. be the random 3 a.m. episode. It'll just, <laughs> yeah. If we get a bunch of mail, we'll just read it. And yeah, it'll be a pigeon drop. It. It'll hey. be a pigeon drop. Oh, my God. Um, well, I have some announcements um, or commentary, at least, from last week's episode. I didn't get all quite all the way through it because um, I didn't have a lot of time today. But just a couple of notes. One, Rachel. One, as a group, I'm really proud of the music that you drew into that episode, and I appreciate it. Um, two, Rachel, specifically the song from Forgetting Sarah Marshall about therapy. <laughs> because that's, like, my number one most favorite movie. I love that movie. Um <laughs> But then also back to Kevin Costner and what role he would play. <laughs> yes. I feel like we're either getting like um, chivalry flashback with him or what it really came to my mind first was him being um, the wit guy with the bird friend who tries web. web. I oh, feel like web he has also wrist. very good. I feel like he has some strong web vibes. Yes, I, I like that, that a lot as well. I could totally see that. And that way he wouldn't have to come in for as many days. He could just do a yeah. couple of days. And he'd have an animal <laughs> companion, which we know he's really good at anyways. Yeah, and it's not bird. quite like, so it's not quite bird. as on the nose as him voicing a wolf, you know. What channel is uh, Yosemite on or whatever the fuck show he's on right Yellow, now Cowboys? Is he on Yellowstone? Yellowstone. Is he on that show? Yellowstone. I don't know that. I don't know. I saw a poster and I thought that was him. Let me <laughs> double check. I would be surprised. Yellowstone. I feel like he's really a man at the cinema. I didn't know he. Yeah, Kevin Costner. TV transition. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Costner playing the role of John Denton. He's on a horse. He's probably in a hat. He's probably growling out all of his lines that he only just learned. Probably the same character he played in every film he's ever made. Every fucking movie he's ever been in. Forty episodes. Perfect for Webb. That's a good one, Ashley. All right. Uh, is that all of your commentary? Yeah, that's all my commentary. Okay. So, uh, and then we'll move on to Birdmail. Our last episode, I almost read an email from Dylan that was actually meant for this episode. So now, Dylan, I will read it. It is called Furniture. Sure. And <laughs> it says, Hi, BKR. Do y'all have any specific thoughts about the awful, weird, haunted, ha haunted hate city of Furnish? I find it to be one of Hobbes' most peculiar settings and a really spooky one. If this universe continues after Assassin's Fate, what sort of stories could you see Hobb telling about Furnish? I could see Rapscal learning about the betrayal that happened there and doing something drastic. Keep up the awesome pod, Dylan. Yeah, I mean, I it's... it's obviously like a, a super interesting place that that happened there i also think it's interesting that apparently it has some sort of effect on the people who are living there still although i and i'll get into this a little bit in my section but i think that there might be a little bit of just like fitz is a prince now and he's like ooh, poor people 
He's never been poor. He's always had nice skin windows. (laughs) He said some things that I'm like, all right, okay, (laughs) sure. I think this is more of of Hob City hate, not going to lie, about Furnish. Maybe. Um, (laughs) That's my opinion about that. That she's a country girl, not a city mouse? She's a country girl, and every time she writes a city, it's horrible. Yeah, they they are all, like, pretty awful. Maybe Bingtown's not so bad, but... But Bingtown's more like... I wouldn't even say that Bingtown's like a city, though. You know? Like, I don't know. I, yeah. I have always Bingtown. thought of Bingtown like a... as like more of a city than like Furnish, which they call Furnick in the audiobook. Oh, Furnick. Oh, well, of course. I think Furnick yeah. sounds better, but... Furnick you know. does sound it, better. It absolutely we're gonna do a does. Hard, yeah. We're going to do that hard consonant. Furniture is funnier. Note yes. taken. Furnish. <laughs> Furniche, <laughs> Furniche, Furnici, Fornica. Ooh. No. <laughs> Fornic, Fornica. 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 I mean, well, that's where we knew it was going. <laughs> uh, Dylan, I don't know if that answered your email, but we're going to move on. <laughs> it sounds like an answer to me. <laughs> Chapter 41 belongs to Jenny. Yes, it does. This is not my best work, but I tried. Um, Chapter 41 is called Vivacious Voyage. In the intro, B mourns the loss of her good paper gone to the depths of the sea. It's very sad. Beloved, know the fool. No, that hurts too much and sounds rude to others. Teacher, I guess, but never Amber. Definitely never Amber. Uh, has given her a new app to record her dreams, and she's forced to allow tracking. And uh, Mr. FBI Man, if you're reading this, I don't like you, she writes. The dream she records is of an old tree growing with a single fruit that falls and cracks open to reveal a woman wearing a silver crown. Um, Much of this chapter is B just really wanting to take a nap and no one letting her just sleep in peace. Her wants to wake her up constantly and feed her newfangled things like rice and have trauma story time. But at least she learns that uh, Fitz did love her, so that helps her sleep a little bit. Um, Vivacia, after blocking her earlier, soon reaches out to get her to come heal Voyo, who apparently just reeks of death. Before she becomes a dragon, Vivacia just wants to do something nice for Brashen and Althea, who has now been rescued, but B is too tired to learn exactly how she fits into the family tree. B sets to healing Voyo and ordering him some soup and some complimentary water, and it's all going great until Beloved comes out to play bad cop and tell B she's been staying out too late, oh, and that she shouldn't give so much of herself in healing. Turns out the ship was just glamoring her into helping her into helping out. Brashen and Althea sort of feel bad, but they're really just too happy that Boyo is going to live now. Thanks, Do- Dr. B, and your horribly scarred face. <laughs> <laughs> Althea's just like... She has so many scars, but thank God she's here, because our son's going to live. You can really tell she used to be beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She's such a pretty child, I'm sure. Uh, So Beloved takes her back to her hammock for some more much-needed nap time and tries to caution her again about skill healing. Bee really wants that nap, so she lies to him about her skill abilities and claims it was just the serpent spit and that it will fade. And I'm not sure he buys that one. He asks her about killing Dwalia and Simph and asks if she dreamed that killing them was something she was supposed to do. 
and she tells him that she dreams lots of things, but isn't always able to connect them to what she will do. She tells him she dreamed of a silver man carving his heart and asks if that was her carving Dwalia's heart into death. Spoilers, Beloved says, outraged, knowing it's definitely not about Dwalia. She tries to go to sleep after this, but Beloved is being annoying and just sitting there watching her. Instead of telling him to go away, she cuts straight to the point. Did you love my father? She asks him. When he's cagey about their deep bond, B, like every exasperated fan, is just like, why won't you say you loved him? <laughs> and he tells her that the word, it made him uncomfortable when he used that word. Again, B takes the fandom stance, delving into meta this time. His love was things he did, which just reminds me of the Tumblr post I've read that I brought up on the podcast many episodes ago that said the reason Fitz and the Fool struggled so much is that the fool expressed his love with words and couldn't understand why Fitz couldn't, and Fitz expressed his love with actions and often felt that lacking from the fool. Basically, they're exhausting, which is why she needs naps. Uh, B must feel this too because she's like, So he loved you, loved you so much, he left me to take you to Buckkeep, which just makes the fool really sad. But B doesn't care. She's just getting started. She tells him about the long letters Fitz wrote with no one to send them to, and despite being a Molly fan, pretty much acknowledges that Fitz and the fool are soulmates. Um, she tells him that he never should have left Fitz. When he tries to scold her for reading Fitz's writing, she reminds him that he reads her journals and dreams. And then he tries to do a little parenting and B is not having it. And she's all like, you're not my father. And Beloved is like, well, actually. But won't fully explain. And B doesn't like that he's keeping anything from her now. So she decides to go for the kill. Telling him that Fitz wrote one last letter about how their friendship was nothing but the fool using him. And how they were never, ever, ever getting back together. Ouch. And for extra measure, she tells him that he only came back to use him again. You destroyed our home, and he, he lies dead because of you. All you. Double ouch. Yeah. She, that was she rough. Says, she says that after being like, oh, yeah, no, you, he loved you. I know, right? Yeah. But, like, but actually, but doesn't. actually, let me just pull out my burn book and like, <laughs> yeah. She, she did him dirty. Is that the fool is so insecure about it that right? he would he would believe it. So. I know. That's the thing. And she knew that. Like, it's... She... Yeah. I didn't think that was very cool of her. What's the ultimate way to torture the fool? Says Robin Hobb. She spins her pen in her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... It's very uncomfortable to me that, that this... Uh, and whether or not you, you think that it's actually happening from B's point of view. Granted, she is very immature and has been through a lot of trauma. From B's point of view... Fitz picked fool over her, right? That right, is yeah. like the deep source of her anger and disappointment. Yeah. But is it actually true, maybe? Or no? Kind of. I mean, yeah. A, yeah, a little bit. Fitz has a very hard time doing many things at once. He he seems to compartmentalize to the point where he can love both people, but he ha- he he's only doing one mission at a time, right? Correct. I mean, even in in the end, he was, I mean, he was picking, I mean, he was picking B because he was like, I'm not going to be able to be the one to get her to safety, but the fool can. But he was, like, denying her the relationship with him that she wants. Right? How much is it worth it to be, to, to have loved her so much that he had sacrificed and done all that stuff if she's not, if he's not there with yeah, her? I don't know. Yeah. It hurts a lot to, it does. to think that he's making these decisions for people without their input. 
He's just trying to follow the dreams. He's never been taking, he's never really taken other people's input though. Like he's always, like people tell him something and he's like, but I'm going to do it my way anyways. Like, right. In one breath, he'll say, I am the catalyst. I, I'm, you know, I'm the changer. I do whatever I fucking want. And then the next breath, he's like, oh, is that the dream? Okay. <laughs> and then I'll just die here. He just really just wanted to here. sacrifice himself. He's a dramatic Bia. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, I do like that she seems to be way more powerful than Fitz is. Like, she's able to heal herself, heal mm. Boyo, you know, communicate with the ship. She's not really, like, she's depressed, but she's not exhausted by that. Yeah, yeah I she, thought like, she wobbles she... a little bit when she stands. And it's... Yeah. But yeah. considering how fine. small she is and she healed a whole person, like, Fitz would have been on his ass from that, so. I think we need Boom. to believe in her. She's strong. She don't need none of them. She kind of doesn't. She doesn't. And now she's just going to go get trapped at Buckkeep. <laughs> like a little doll. She's going to escape. She better. She better escape. She's going to be a dragon rider. I mean, if she's a prophet and a catalyst and a dragon rider. And a skill user and a... Probably yeah. has the wit too. Yeah, all the she, things. She... It's like an asteroid about to hit this planet, or like what? <laughs> she she is the asteroid. Yeah. She is the oh, destroyer. That is nice. I like that. She should just tell everyone at Buckheap to like make her, like. <laughs> You know, they're going to be like, you need to learn dancing lessons. And she'll be like, fucking make me. <laughs> <laughs> do what I want. Embroider this beautiful picture. Eat glass. <laughs> skill command, like, let me do what I want. Let me do what I want. Mm -hmm. And now, so this dream of the, the tree with the single, the single fruit that reveals a woman wearing a silver crown. Mm. a single fruit of an old tree Fitz has more than one child so that doesn't really vibe fruit of the loins Molly has more than one kid that doesn't vibe Ketrikin only had one kid Beloved only has one kid Beloved only has one kid Night eyes, who knows? It could have thousands. <laughs> he did have that one. He had he had room yeah. springer. He could have really done a lot of work. <laughs> That's when he came back to Fitz. <laughs> he was like, they're they're asking for child support. Gotta go. Hub support. Oh my god, my neighbor is so loud. This is what it's like to live in New York City, folks. Without closets. Closets are for my European brethren. They know. No closets. Um, Vivacia wants to be a dragon. Boyo got healed. They found Althea and Brashen. Brashen was already there. They found Althea. <laughs> She's super tan. <laughs> Spark was sad they didn't find Lance. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think super tan is an understatement considering. Yeah. I was gonna say she's like she's <laughs> she's officially leathered. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like that one time I spent two hours on the beach. Remember, Ashley? <laughs> yeah, I mean two hours on the beach. I saw you spend like an hour at the pool once when we were kids, and you got sun poisoning. And I swelled up like a cabbage patch doll. Basically, anytime, anytime Rachel has donned a bathing suit with me and my sister, she has gotten sun poisoning like, without <laughs> fail. She just can't be in the sun. I don't make, I don't remember that when we, when we turned the cameras on and I said, why do I look like a corpse? That <laughs> <laughs> was, was a real view and I'm just delusional. Your paper wow. white. What else happened in this? episode you know oh fool reading her fucking journal like (laughs) right i he needs to fucking take a seat i i am so over it's it's like such he is pushing her and pushing her she's made it very clear that they do not they have not bonded on a level where they have a relationship like that and he's stepping in be like i'm your dad now and (laughs) he needs to fucking Take a and step he's back. Also, perpetuating all of the shitty stuff that happened at Clara's that right. we just burned down. <clears throat> like she's like, clearly proven that she is self-sufficient, and yet he feels the need to overstep. And I don't even father isn't even the right word. Just like she's basically a prisoner. Principal. And I'd do the exact same thing. I'd be like, oh, you want to see my journal? You want to see what I'm drawing? And it would just be like a series of middle fingers. It would just be a bunch <laughs> of like flying, flying yeah. penises. Yeah. Like the poop Super emoji. S's. Super S's. Also, did, Ashley, was it you who sent me the TikTok of the guy who drew the super S I sent it. I, I sent it to the group chat. Yeah. I don't feel like I got any comments back, though. I can't remember. I read, I, well, I, was, I, I did watch it and laughed a lot. He's like, so how do you make a t-shirt awesome? And he just drew the super S on it and put it on. But I was like, wow, that's a really good super S. Like, it top was really, quality. It was top. It was very, like, He's been practicing. Straight. Yeah. He drew it 50,000 times. Yeah. Little robot. <laughs> <laughs> Those predators. <laughs> I'm gonna Shut up, Prusa. Don't. Let him live his life. Let him be a part of it. Welcome to our new co-host, Jeff Prusa. Hardworking. Name, right, Jeff? Joseph. Joseph. Oh, Joseph. Jeff. I, guess I pulled a Nadja. Hey, sorry, Jeff. Joseph. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Prusa. Jeff. Yeah, crazy check. <laughs> Jeff Prusa, cousin to Joseph Prusa. He's the so loud. He's he the loud cousin. Here. The loud cousin. With his backup band, Guy Downstairs Who Won't Shut Up. Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, so he's reading her journal. She doesn't like it. He's not doing the things that he needs to do with actions to show that he's trustworthy and that he cares about her because they're just shipping her back. Uh, yeah, this is not a great, this isn't a great place to be when you're a traumatized little kid. So I feel really bad for B, and I don't blame her at all for any of the feelings that she's having about everyone. Well, and the only reason he's getting away with it right now is because she's in an enclosed space. But as soon as she gets some freedom, it's going to be like, all right, try and find me now, asshole. Oh, you mean like she's going to crawl into the walls? Are we going back into the walls of Yeah, hopefully. I could only hope. 
her she teams up with like the great 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 grandkid of uh slink i'd, I'd read that robin hob slink. slink all right anything else for this section i think we're good boyo got all healed like not that we cared at all <laughs> glad he doesn't smell like decay anymore I, w I remember when I first read this, I was like, who the fuck is this person with a stupid name? <laughs> it's pretty awful. Like, I may not have even read the chapter in which he was burned. I didn't understand who this person was. <laughs> it's not shocking to me that that uh, Brashen went along with the name Boyo, but I really expected more from Althea. <laughs> yeah, like, what's on his birth certificate? <laughs> Boyo, Boyo Vestret. It's Boyo. It, no wow. Vestra. It's just Boyo. Chef Boy. Chef. It's just it's Chef. It's just Boyo. Chef Boyo. Chef Boyo. Oh man, Chef I hope. Boyo. I hope that's his his pursuit in life. He's gonna be a chef. Chef. Chef stable pastas for all. Yeah. He's gonna get a new life. <laughs> He's gonna be a iron chef. But he can make yeah. shelf stable pasta dishes that boaters can take <laughs> with them. The regular seamen, not people who are revolutionary. Yeah, I'm sure there's an elderly invention for that. Now what could it possibly be short do. for? Boy, I don't think it's short for anything. I think it's a dumb Boy fucking name. Boy, oh, D. It's like dude. Is it like it's like taking the name dude as your name? Yeah. Dude. <laughs> or guy. Or like bub. Guy. I call I call my little mm. nephews bubs. I say, hey, bubs. little bubs. And then they that's like, we just went with it. We're like, okay, bubs one and bubs two. Or bubba. <laughs> Bubbo. Bubs and bubba. Bubzo. Bubby. Bubbo. Bubby. Bubba. My little bubbala. My little bubbala. Bubbala. My bubbala shmubbala. That's what I call some of my cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boyo is a great name for a cat. Not a person, though. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I feel like she she had an agenda with that name. It must be in a census. There must have been like a sailor kid named Boyo. Maybe. We'll have to put or it on the Starbucks list of customer. questions to ask her that she's not going to really want to answer. I think he's, he's going to be a chef still. We're going to submit our a very long list of really, really ridiculous like questions to Robin Hobb. And she's going to be like, what? Question First number off, one. <laughs> Boyo. What is Boyo short for? What are your thoughts on original no. chapter titles? Chef Boyardee has a Hitler mustache. What Boy, are you... original? Chef Boyardee has a Hitler mustache. I'm not joking. It's just gray, so it doesn't look like that Hitler mustache, but it's a Hitler mustache. I thought Chef Boyardee had a white facial hair, like Santa he has, Claus. He has a white, he has a white, he has a pepper Wait. Hitler Chef mustache. Chef Boyardee is just the, the face from Mad Magazine with the chef's hat on. What? what? I just remember some kind of Chef Mario. He's just—he looks like the oatmeal guy. Now he's got a oh Hitler mustache. Oh my god! Oh my god! That is not what is in Why my is brain. This, this old man is not—I've never. But seen also, him. he's That's got like a—it doesn't have a Hitler mustache. It's just a mustache. It's kind it's like of a regular. It's no, kind of, you're it's so inflammatory. It is not a Hitler mustache. Why are you trying <laughs> to smear Boyardi's good name? Fuck spaghetti! <laughs> oh, you're on fuck. the last name basis. <laughs> this photo, this photo. Uh, this well, photo it really is, but really, it's Boyardi. 
It's all one no. word. It's it's Boyardi. Chef Boyardi. No, because we are in a re- it's a regional dialect and it is pronounced Boyardi. I'm gonna Boy trim Rd. my mustache to look like this, and then you're gonna tell me that dude that is a Hitler mustache, and, and you would be go, right. That's not gonna go with your Red Dead cosplay. So you would be don't. right. If you you can look up a real live picture of him as a human and not just a piece of art. Chef Boyardee was a boy once. Okay, he's boy Boyardee. Look up Ettore Boyardee on Wikipedia. What Ettore Boyardee? Oh yeah, there he is. His oh his God. real last name was spelled B-O-I-A-R-D-I. But he has a literal hat on that says Boy-R-D. <laughs> Yeah. I feel it's like the, the cans used to have it spelled with. I feel like wow, the cans Wonder used Woman to have spaghetti. the enunciation on them, and now it's all just one word. I don't know. Uh, it's not Chef. Boyardi. It's boy. They're all equally the same size and font. Boyardi. Boyardi. R D. God damn it! Imagine boy. being. He needs some acentos. In Piacenza, Emilia, the kingdom of Italy, and dying in Parma, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> oh god is that what happened to him wow what a bummer Parmigiano. Why he did name Ohio? his child he mario. is in also cemetery though that sounds <laughs> his nice. child is mario yes mario boyardi it's a mario um it's a my mario boyardi my it's all one universe his was son was a plumber oh wow <laughs> no relation to hitler look at this People wanted to sample his recipes of his spaghetti sauce, his spaghetti. And so he filled them in cleaned milk bottles. He, he put his sauce in milk bottles and started just passing them around to the people. Pissing off every, every mom, every Italian. Every like, Italian, every Italian anybody is ashamed of his products, but I will eat the shit. How dare you share your recipes? I will eat the shit out of those mini fucking oh. raviolis. And you want to know what else? I don't heat that shit. I crack that can open and oh, I heat it with the spoon. You're not supposed to heat it. Y'all eat it fucking lukewarm. What is wrong with what? this temperature? Straight out the can. What? Yeah. It this tastes a... infinitely better cold. Better cold. It's tangier. Yes. It's tangier. It's straight out the can. It's not a Do sandwich. It. It's not a sandwich. With I don't a know piece of doing. buttered bread, you just have one slice of bread uh, with butter on it. Or you and, pile it on the bread. And then you put it. This is never going to taste my tongue. Oh, tongue. it's so good. <laughs> Post apocalypse. It's so good. Eating. You have they, to. When we this, get together, okay. To when we get together, we will do we will do the cold chef Wardy. But also, did you guys ever do this chef Wardy pizza kits? Because hell no. yeah, hell yeah. Yes. They, they still pizza? make them. I've yes. So Sorry, it comes in a box. They make the pizza. They make it a pizza. It's authentic it, Italiano. It, it comes in a box. <laughs> So not you get you get a You get a box and it comes with a packet of um, uh, dough mix that you add water to and you have to like let it rise <laughs> and then wow. it comes with a can of sauce but you got to get the pepperoni one because it's got little tiny baby peppies it's got the like the yeah. littlest pepperonis oh, you've ever seen in no. your fucking life. This is like pre-lunch. And then... It's Lunchables for adults. He's Hitler. (laughs) But here's the thing. They also give you a little little packet of Parmesan cheese, but it's nowhere close to being enough cheese. You always have to get your own cheese to put on top because it's just like a powdered... It's like... It's powdered? 
Yeah, it's like the powder, like the stuff you get in the green can. Yeah, to mix that with water too. Is this Star Wars eating? What is this? No, it's it's. Look, I grew up poor, and as so our special I. treat, my mom would get us these pizzas because we got to like make. It was like an activity, and you got to make them, and it was special. It was decadent. Not we've refined our palates. Go Sorry, too far back, um, but. <laughs> No, fine. It's whatever. Boyardi sold his products under the <laughs> brand name Chef Boy-R-D because non-Italians could not manage the pronunciation. So you're both right. Congrats. Including right. his uh, own sales force. God. It's... How do you say well, that? Boyardi. Quote, everyone is proud of his own family name, but sacrifices are necessary for progress. Oh, God. Wow. So, like, what do you think? How do you think that they actually pronounced it? Like, if they were pronouncing it incorrectly, what were they saying? I mean, it's B-O-I-A-R-D. They were saying right? Boy-R-D. And so... And he was like, fine, it's Boy-R-D. He's like, I'm not going like, to fight you on it in. anymore. Like, yeah, it's Boy-R-D. <laughs> they were saying Booey-Dari. Booey-Dari. But you guys, look. He supplied allied troops during world war ii with his chef Boyardee concoctions and he got oh, a gold God, star died. order of excellence from the u.s <laughs> war department <laughs> this page is enlightening and i'm really glad that i read about it i'm really so anyway that's what boyardi barbiturates they'll die eating cans of ravioli chef boyardi and now you know what to eat next time you're doing a rote themed. Uh, that's uh, uh, the Buckkeep food blogger, Jeff Boyardi. I am Chef Boyardi. I ate this stuff all the time as a kid, but like I think in college I tried to open a can and I it just smelled so vile that I. <laughs> oh no! It, so the moment they tell oh, me a hurricane, evolving? the moment I'm told a hurricane is coming anywhere close to Charleston, I go to the grocery store and do my food stock. And no. I exclusively purchase Chef Boyardee. That's like my excuse to eat it. And it's been a couple of years. We've managed two seasons where we didn't have any scares about hurricanes. So I'm due for some mini raviolis. <laughs> you might stock up even more than normal. I prefer the mini ravioli to the regular I like size. The mini. And yeah, I do same. not fuck with anything else. I'm not eating fucking beefaroni. That's fucking disgusting. I'm... I don't like those little those little O's. <laughs> the sauce is different. So they use one they use one sauce for for beefaroni and ravioli, and then the sauce that they use in the other ones is different. And I'm not trying to live that. Like they like put herbs in it. Ew. I don't want it. Anyway, I'm trying to get us to 100,000 downloads. And if you don't listen, I will keep talking about Chef Boyardee. Tell me about your Chef Boyardee pizzas, listeners. Why why would you make a pizza from this little box when you could just make fucking pizza? It's because it's an activity and it is making pizza. What's you just you just said, why are you making pizza instead of making pizza? That's no, the why are you, you making Boyardee pizza instead of making real pizza? It is real pizza. The dough rises. You had to let it. You had to let the dough rise. That's what it is. It's just as much work doing as shit. And it, you, it gave pizza. you. So instead of buying a separate packet of dough mix and yeast and whatever, and a separate jar of sauce and a separate thing of cheese, why would I make it more convenient for myself 
and buy a box that had all three of those items in it already with tiny delicious pepperonis that crisp to a perfection. And I'm proud to be an American where at least I can get box boyardee. Pizza maker. (laughs) All right, Eli, help. Not legal in the state of California. Chapter 42, (laughs) Fernick. The chapter opens with a letter from Prill Cop to Beloved describing in excruciating detail records unearthed from the ruins of Claris. These are the records of how the servants planned the wholesale slaughter of the dragons and also how to preserve their precious bits and bobs for later use. Wow, I guess you were right all along, Prokop says. That's pretty funny and not awkward at all. (laughs) Now we find Fitz trying to make his way home backwards through the route that the fool had taken to Claris after the events on Aslevial. While limping away from Claris, Motley joins up with Fitz. Did you miss the boat? Yes. I'm using the audiobook voice. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Cries the bird. Fitz is bewildered how she keeps finding him, and both Wolf and Bird chuckle that Fitz is too dumb to realize that he has a wit bond with Motley. Fitz tries to reach out to Dutiful, but he no longer can. He remembers that he had a hard time reaching out to Verity when he was covered in silver and decides that it must be related. Fitz squints his eyes, puffs out his lips, and then reaches out his clawed hand in a desperate bid to channel his magic. And he goes, and he dives into the skill stream. It worked. But now he can withstand and comprehend the stream like never before. Shade surfs by and yells, my boy, before coasting off into the distance. (laughs) A big whale can be seen moving through the stream as well, and Fitz recognizes it for one of the huge skill entities that had saved him before. And then Fitz snaps out of it, back to his shitty existence. On we go. I don't know if it was a whale. It just seemed like a whale. I was going to say, damn, I think I need to reread that because I don't remember a whale. (laughs) Whale. (laughs) Fitz continues. Fitz continues on day after day traveling toward a port on the other side of the island. Despite his incredible healing powers and the fair weather, Fitz is a walking corpse of a man. He is so tired that one day he wakes up covered in ants and just decides that's okay and he'll move on later. (laughs) (laughs) And that damn itchy tick bite on the back of his neck. Night Eyes knows better, though. A direct quote. You got parasites, fool. We figure this out... uh, we will figure this out when we get home, Fitz says. Shade will know what to do. Uh, let's just go. Eventually, Fitz, Bird, and Ghost make it to the seaport. Fitz has to Jedi mind check half the town to get onto a ship. It would have been difficult for someone who was covered in his upper half of his body with chrome spray paint, but Fitz appears to have been powered up by the accident. And while skill communication has eluded him, he's finally got the charisma he's always wanted. Fitz convinces a ship to take him on and leaves the seaport dock. And along with it, uh, there he leaves behind half a dozen people wistfully waving goodbye and biting their lips in vain. Oh, silver man, will you ever return? <laughs> Eventually, Fitz and co. make their way to the port town of Fernick. There, Fitz plans to take a skill pillar to, to Kelsingra. The town is dirty, and Fitz makes sure to point out that the places look to eat looked both deceitful and untrustworthy. I can only surmise that Fitz has grown a little too big for his britches. 
I guess he isn't totally wrong, though, somehow, because in the ruins outside of town, there is a great amount of skill stone infused with memories. Terrible memories. It was here that the elderlings fled after the calamity forced them out of Kelsingra. The servants knew that they would be there and were waiting with soldiers to slaughter them. Memories of death are everywhere, and Fitz is immersed in it. When he comes back to himself, the wit warns him, warns him that he is being stalked, and it turns out to be a band of shitty teens. They've come to attack and rob him, and they come slinking out of the dark, laughing like they're trying to make out for a, a remake of The Warriors. This this plays out exactly how I imagine it would go down if a bunch of shitty teens decide to rob Palpatine. The teens make a good effort at throwing some rocks at Fitz, and when he realizes their intent is murder, he lashes out with a skill. He tells one of them to die, and she does, and then another, and then another, and when the last two come out to check on their friends, Fitz mind blasts them both at the same time. Fitz has become a murder machine on par with Nitrous Amped B, and despite being barely able to walk, he seems completely unfazed by this use of magic. The chapter ends with Fitz looting the dead, and then... Uh, I got a scroll for the last half a sentence. Followed, following <laughs> the ghosts of elderlings back to the pillar where they came from before they were slaughtered. So, like, oh. what city did she go to that inspired Fernick? <laughs> no, I feel I'm gonna say Philly or something. I'm not gonna, like Sully, New York. That's not cool. Well, it was work. it was in Florida for sure. <laughs> Philly can take it. Oh yeah, it's 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 definitely Orlando. Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get robbed by teens? Right outside of Disney's gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe somewhere in like Arizona. <laughs> oh. Tucson. It's pronounced Tucson. Uh oh. Wait, isn't that where Jack Jackie Daytona went? No, Jackie Daytona went to Philly. But he said that's what they speak. That's how they talk in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> anyway, I made a promise to this town. <laughs> I would like if you could drop any character from what we do in the shadows into the realm of the elderlings. Which character would it be? Wait, say it again. I phased out for a second. If you could drop any character from what we do in the shadows into the uh, realm of the elderlings. Well, I was going to say O'Leary and Minogue because we've been watching uh, Wellington Paranormal. But uh, I think Minogue is canonically fits so i don't think it'll work um <laughs> so simple colin robinson colin robinson but no he's still, i knew you were gonna say colin robinson he's still himself though it's hysterical but he's it basically the one with the skill he's the one with the skill because he uh, just yeah. sucks everyone's exactly. life force so he makes him. he makes sense there the oh, guy my. that they brain scrambled my big cheese my big <laughs> <laughs> what's his name the neighbor Scott or something yeah the neighbor <laughs> they take him to vegas that guy but he's brain scrambled <laughs> then yeah the necromancer jeff <laughs> um. <laughs> okay so 
he ends up walking for, to the other side of Clary's to this creepy city, <clears throat> as Dylan has already described for us. Uh, and I think it's interesting. It's on the same island, right? And as the rest of like the, it's like on the other side, but it's the same island. He traveled by boat twelve days to get there. Yeah, oh, okay. he, it was not the same. That's Let me I'm look done. at. Wait, there's a very helpful map that I haven't looked at in many chapters. The Wolfstein. No, it's not on that map. I got it saved to my desktop just for this exact moment. <laughs> it's not on that map, Joey. Did you look? I don't believe that you looked at a map. Why? Telling us what is on a map. <laughs> Heifer. And Bona, Claris. my favorite. Place. Oh, okay. Sisson. So it isn't on the right. It's a, it's a different island. Okay. Ha! Furnish is on Desolation Island, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> where did you buy your house? Desolation Island. Oh, the tax is okay. Sounds yeah. nice. I love that they have a nice, beautiful sea. No, Furnish is on the map. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's on it's Desolation. On the map. Yeah. So it's it's a place where there's nothing to do and the teens have to go around robbing people. So it's definitely middle America. Is this the same place that the fool was talking about where it smelled like death and they everything was made out of leather? Like your water yes, containers, is, everything's made out of leather. Yeah, because yeah. this is where they, yeah, that's their like main export here. Yeah. So he's gone through this pillar. Wait, are we to believe it took him 12 days on a boat to get from Clara's to Fernick? It was like a rowboat. Oh, okay. I'm like, this is know, geographically not far on this map. And like, well, I mean, I know they were on a live ship going in, but geez. Took a wrong turn. I feel like that math isn't mathing. Maybe the tides were against them or something. Maybe. I like that this map shows us to just to the edge of the Spice Islands, which are a place that we hear about semi-often as like an extremely far away place but mm -hmm. they're not even on the the normal maps so we still don't know where this is exactly somewhere <laughs> south in relation <laughs> yeah it's like if and we could we go up north a bit maybe it would be jamelia yeah we see the little edge of this place called mersenia which is where the fool is from and we can't we don't know if that's an island or a continent or like what it's just this little yeah it's just like a map. little i think they called it the mainland at claris although i don't know how big that makes it but yeah the scale is very it's hard i mean maybe the scale is actually pretty big ashley and that's why it took 12 days so maybe mersenia is like australia or something maybe australia australia mate trying to pronounce things correctly australia <laughs> we can't do that again <laughs> all right um okay so he gets there and then he becomes the terminator the t-1000 as jenny predicted killing people killing a bunch of kids who i mean they were gonna kill him for his stuff so they sucked i guess we don't feel bad but again they lived in a shitty place it's Fitz was kind of like Hence they were holding back until Night Eyes was like, they're cowards, kill them all. And then <laughs> Fitz obliterates right. them. And then Night Eyes is like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I found it to be kind of disturbing. Like yeah. the ease that he had. In it was disturbing. Them. It was just kind of like, beep. both in like the physical sense, but also like in the 
since it like he didn't really seem he was just like okay i did that <laughs> like i don't know it's like he couldn't feel them in the lid or something like like he could but they just like weren't like fully realized people yeah it was or just... like he's just becoming very distanced from his humanity from like his ability to connect because of the skill. I mean, Verity was like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now he has a way to Calcingra. This maps so. all fucked. They've got Jamalia. They got it above north of Bingtown. Isn't it supposed to Joey, be on this? What the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, this what map are you looking Jamalia's at? is not on this map. I'm looking at another map. A bad map. But you what? Where is that map? What map? It's, there's no it's map in the book. I'm looking at a map in the on the <laughs> internet of the six. Oh well, it could be incorrect. You need to reference your reference your belligerently bookish map. That's the only one you need to be looking yeah. at. Do you need it? It's on the shelf in the in the living room that I'm currently sitting in, which I is why you can hear all three of our robots wall. and all five of our neighbors. That's well, okay. I just apparently have an empty water can on the floor that I just kicked. So there's that. <laughs> I'm clean. Um, would you li rather live in Furnish, Furnick, or Clara's? Clara. Or Chalced. Well, but Clara's or pre or post. Definitely not Chalced. Um, I already live in a place where I don't have my rights. So I don't yeah, need like, to go there. We already live in Chalced. Yeah, um, we're in Chalced. <laughs> United States of so, Chelsea. So, like, Clara's, do I get, do I have to, like, be a part of the castle? Or, like, Clara's, I can live in that little town on the other side of the island. In Sicil. Sicil. I mean, Clara's, you're, you're, you gotta, you've, you've been there for a while, but Could eventually your place Crupton. is gonna be melted by a dragon. But not, so. like, did Crupton and Sicil get melted? I thought it was just, like, around the harbor of Clara's that got destroyed. No, man, they destroyed it. <laughs> they picked between Fernick and Forge instead. Yeah, so... Okay, this is a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Fernick or Forge. I, I think mean, I'd rather live in Forge. Yeah. I think, yeah, for sure. Because Kevin was around Forge, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was nice until it burned down. It just has like a bad vibe. <laughs> well, actually, Fernick has actual bad vibes, and then Forge just has like bad like story time vibes. It's you know, it's a ten, but Forge you're haunted by stone. thousands of people if, who are raped and murdered. <laughs> if Forge had Skillstone, it would be as bad as Fernick. Yeah, yeah, but that's what happened to others' island too. There was a there was a an elderling city there, and it got destroyed, and now it's just shitty. Cool, cool, cool. Pew, pew. I'll still take Forge. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd rather live in Forge. I think you could get better stuff. You know, Grandma like ate Grandpa that one time. <laughs> I don't want to be on an island. No? Even no. if it's like... I mean, I guess Fernick is not like the shittier island. It's like... Yeah, it's the way shittier yeah. island. Like, I definitely... I don't want to be on an island. I like to be on a landmass. You like beaches, though. I do, but large landmasses have beaches. I don't need to I'm be. Sun, yeah. I don't need to be encircled by a beach. <laughs> <laughs> Full beach immersion. Yeah. So you don't want to live on on uh, Kenneth's secret island with the circle. <laughs> that beach. could be. If I had a good, reliable boat, I wouldn't be mad at that because there weren't like other people there. Like, I don't want to be on an island with a bunch of other dumb fucks. If I'm going to have a private island, like, sign me the fuck up. 
I mean, there were two people and a girl that was chained in a basement, but they left. <laughs> so... But you don't have enough chairs. <laughs> Fernick is just Firefest. I mean, as far as the guy in the basement, <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, whatevs. He... Is that not like the attic? Are you saying there's somebody your, in my attic? attic people? Oh, attic. Oh, there could a- be. Attic. I actually attic did stare at my attic door for a few <laughs> minutes this morning because there was something like dangling out of the crack of the door. And I was like, but how did that happen? Because I haven't been in my attic in like many, 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 many months. Attic, attic man. man. Ashley, I did I send you the TikTok of the girl who her and her husband bought a house and moved in and figured out that's, there was a person? That's nighttime. In we their can't house. be talking. Am I anxiety, Rachel? <laughs> You know I had a panic attack. Like, just, we need to redirect. <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> Anything else we need to uh, talk about for Fernick, Eli? Sorry, we're off course. Help us. No, no, I think <laughs> I think you're doing great. Krill coffee's <laughs> shitty as usual. Motley. Oh, should we talk about the wit bond between Motley Probably. and Fitz? They're cute. What wit bond between Motley They're just and little silvered wit friends. It's great. Yeah, they're like mildly bonded. I feel like they're in a coterie almost instead of like a whip. Bond. Yeah, yeah I like agree with Motley that. Motley knows what Fitz is thinking and doing, but Fitz doesn't get the channel back. But Fitz is not known for trying, so um, <laughs> that could be part of it. <laughs> he doesn't speak bird. He's been giving <laughs> the information, but it's just not. He needs that Google Translate. I like that he, he was like, oh, shit, I realize there's a doorway here. We can talk to each other through it. And Motley's like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk. I wonder what goes through, like, I mean, like, a crow, I can fathom. Like, you know, crows are cool. They, like, solve problems. They're social. Like, they go around, like, they, they, I can kind of grok how they think. But then, like, other birds, like, I don't know, like, um. Uh, an ostrich. Not well, an ostrich, but what's the one, what are the ones that like peck really hard on trees? Woodpecker. Woodpecker. What's that weird name what? for the animal, the bird that pecks wood? Really what are those bears lot? that are brown? A brown bear. <laughs> what are those birds that are black? What's going through their mind, you know, blue. when they just. When they just, they're just pecking for like one, they're pecking for food, so they're thinking dinner, but also they're like, that human over there pissed me off, and I know that they really fucking hate this, and so they're just gonna go to town. But it's just like, do you think it's like meditation? Do you think it's a meditative, like, you know, yeah, how do they not sustain a concussion? It's their whittling hobby, it's it's what they were made to do. We could just employ a bunch of woodpeckers. We'd we'd have a we'd have so many costumes just made. Woodpeckers are so loud. I would not want to be surrounded by woodpeckers. That'd be very stressful. But can I get one and release it into my neighbor's apartment? Absolutely. (laughs) You're. You will also hear that though. Get after it. I did. I was on my patio a couple days ago, and I was doing something, looking down, and I heard crows and i immediately was like crow friends i need to make friends with a crow (laughs) and i looked and they were flying up really really high but there were two of them flying together kind of over my backyard you should have gone out to the backyard and done like a crow dance i said i said hey crows (laughs) but they didn't do anything (laughs) (laughs) they were they were like elderly crows i think i might uh, honest goodness i think i'm gonna get like a um 
like a bird bath, but instead of putting water in it, like one of the dish kind of ones, and put some like shiny um, jewelry Skill. objects, like some silver objects in there with some like peanuts and things and see if that'll, if that will attract them because they appreciate yeah. gifts. That's how you become a witch, Ashley. Skill you silver. Just, you need familiars. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to work on it. I know they're around. That was like step one. I have crows in my neighborhood. Uh, Shall we move on to 43 or do we need a break? I'm going to move on to 43. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So this one's a little long because why long? Uh, Chapter 43 is called Bangatown. Bangatown. This chapter introduction is a little Bart Simpson writing lines on the blackboard moment from Carol, Carol to Mr. <laughs> Snettle. In this letter, Carol doesn't really apologize for fucking off in his assigned task to go explore the map room and attempts to distract Nettle with the offering up of a nugget of information. When Carol saw the dreamy elderling skill imprints going in and out of the travel pillar, notice that the way out was never the way in. It seems like trying to go backwards is what may be causing people to lose time. So our chapter begins with B waking up after a night out and forgetting to take her contacts out. Quote, yellow tears ran from my left eye and also foolishly deciding that 37 was a perfect age to finally get her cartilage pierced. Quote, my ear was a shapeless lump. I could not sleep with it touching the pillow and fucking same. <laughs> of course, these are the souvenirs that Dwellia left with our sweet bee. She's stuck on another ship now. She's cold. She's achy. She's lumpy. She just wants to sit in her hammock and scroll TikTok until one of those people pop up and comment that she's been scrolling too long. I wanted Beloved and Amber and the Fool to stop pestering me, she thinks to herself. I think Bee is depressed. I mean, she got kidnapped and beaten and abandoned and re-kidnapped and tortured and threatened. And she's had to fight, kill, eat garbage and crawl out of a hole in the ground. And she is pretty bummed out about how no one she knows or loves seems to be around anymore. The fool is leaving her carved little toys, which is a big aww, but B isn't four years old. In fact, B doesn't like the fool at all. She has decided not any of his aspects, none of them, especially not the one trying to be her father. Which brings us pair to the rescue. You may never set sail on a live ship again, so get up, let's learn stuff. And he convinces her to explore the ship a little more, and they try to connect as young friends again. Pair misses Motley. He says that she never came back after she followed the Red Dragon. I'm sorry, Pear, you got dumped. Ghosted. Poor kid. So Pear asks B why she doesn't heal some of her injuries, and she explains that it just doesn't feel right, that her father and Riddle had scars, and so does she. And Pear says that Fitz often healed their party, even going so far as to take the fool's injuries on himself. But B only files that wit that into her reasons the fool is being a, is a big stupid face, and she puts that in her burn book. She's unimpressed. To appease Pear, who only wants to see B return to the strange but happy girl he knew, an impossibility. B tells him that she will think about it, and eventually she does, but not everything. She uses the slow sailing time to make repairs on herself, but nothing cosmetic. Uh, she just does things that make her more comfortable. So B likes Favacia, after all, she does, and they don't really bother each other. They have a nice, companionable, like, skill presence with each other. And she thinks that it might be sad that there will be no more live ships. But it's what the ship wants, so why fight them? One day, the crew comes to beg Vivacia to take them to the Pirate Isles so that they can bring the news of Kennetson. 
And she says, Kennetson will never be less dead, no matter when or who they or how they receive the news. And Vivacia will be making no detours because she will be dragons. And if she does bring news to Queen Etta, it's going to be a whole thing. So no. But because she knows her crew needs supplies to live and a live crew will get her where she needs to go more quickly, she will acquiesce and stop in Bangtown. So Hob trots out all of our lie ship faves at this point to really bring it home that this way of life is now over. Althea and Brashen will sail on nothing. Wintro will be served divorce papers and Vivacia will be free from her fibrous reality. She will be a dragon. <laughs> fibrous. <laughs> and honestly, I think Vivacia will be the worst dragon of all because we all remember that oh, Bolt man. fucking sucked. And it's when she makes a point to tell Wintro that Etta never loved him as much as she loved Kenneth, who didn't actually give a shit about her. It's like, damn, Vivacia, fuck off. Mm. So Wintro insists on giving some of the sailors their dinghy so that they can go do one of those like Mass Effect style warthog drop offs with like a bunch of the Pirate Isle sailors and they let's get dropped off on the Pirate Isles as they sail by and they will bring the news to Etta. And Kenneth's charm necklace, they're going to bring that too. So I was wondering where that went. Uh, so it looks like Wintrow has it. And it's a snacky appetizer that remained uneaten. So somehow this actually comforts me because I don't want any more of Kenneth going to going into any of the dragons. So let Etta yeah. have it if she liked him so much. Right. B notes that there's a bit of a drunken sad par uh, people party on board Vivacia that night. Poor Wintrow. He got dumped. Uh, the sailing continues. So during all this board sailing, B has uh, another shedding. And we've all come to believe that this is a sign that she's on the right path. But I wonder if it had anything to do with the Pirate Isles. B continues to fill out her burn book with the wrongs done to her and some new prophecies. But when the fool proposes that they review her dreams together, she balks. I don't want to be a, right a white prophet like you were. And then the fool says that you don't get to choose who choose you just are and then he asks if perseverance is your catalyst and she says no and she yells it much too loudly it's dwalia i'm the destroyer and i wrecked her shit and who said dwalia was your catalyst prilkop oh really says the fool uh, during all these conversations, the specter of Fitz's absence is felt. Uh, the fool cannot be connect with B, and B he doesn't want the connection with the fool. So they they both really just want Fitz back, and it's just really painful to read both of their kind of reactions to that. So anyway, I'm going long. The rest is going to be sort of faster. They arrive in Bingtown finally, and Kendry is raging in the harbor, refusing to be a boat because he wants to be dragons. And the Bingtown traders are faced with the unstoppable end of their precious limited resource, flap around like stupid chickens, denying fact in trading stocks. Spark, Amber, and Bee all go shopping in the Bingtown market, which in my mind is a very Ghibli-esque place where Amber's old shop somehow is at the end of every shady corner. And who appears but Lant? Hob didn't kill him after all. Lant's alive and Spark is in love. And they do a whole tea party swing around thing. Yay. He was saved from shipwreckage by none other than the Sea Rose and Double Trouble. The crew had mutinied on their horrible captain. Huzzah! Lant somehow took five different ships to get back to Bing Bingtown and still beat Team Live ship there, even though they very pointedly didn't stop. But whatever. 
Hob is throwing us a bone and we are going to take it. Then Althea shows up and takes them all home so that we can say goodbye to Ronica. Ronica feeds them all and tells them that Paradragons has already been there, so no need for tedious recaps. They have a dinner and B is revealed as a princess, the daughter of Fitz, who healed Fron, and she herself also healed Boyo, and that's Ronica's whole family. So she's super grateful, but sorry, we gotta get you the fuck out of here now because if you don't want Vivacia trapped at dock like Kendry, y'all gotta leave before the traders can publish their motions. From there, you'll be able to go home whatever magic way you usually go. And then B has a mini panic attack because last time she traveled through a stone, it didn't go well at all. And now that epigraph is hanging over our heads a little, isn't it? Where did Kefria go? I mean, I know we don't care about her. But... <laughs> I, I mean, she, I don't. Great question. <laughs> Chelsea. She... Is she in? Is she in the rain? Is she in uh, Treehog or something? I don't know. I think she's in Treehog. Yeah. Okay. She's definitely not in Ronica's house because it's just Ronica <laughs> and her one servant and her yeah. immense grounds. So. I like that we don't have to say goodbye to Capria. Yeah. We forgot about Capria. Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody else read? Did I read it? Was it in this chapter where there was like a weird thing where she references her daughter? But it like, I feel like it was another one of those instances where Robin Hobb refers to somebody's familial level in the wrong capacity. In the wrong capacity. Where she was like, I only have one granddaughter or one she daughter said she or something. She has two grandchildren. She says she only has two grandchildren. Which is, in fact, incorrect. Right. Is, is Selden not a child? Selden, because there's Selden. Yeah. It's like there's. It was a well, child for Selden. Well, these are great, great. No, because she definitely keeps deciding that Althea is not their aunt, but is in fact their sister. Yeah. So, yeah, she keeps compressing the family. <laughs> There's like more. These are like her great grandchildren, not her. Well, I mean, Boyo is her grandchild, but Fran is her great grandchild. Right. Yeah. Yes. Mm. They're a family tree that we can refer to. Yeah, it's called no. the Live Ship Books. <laughs> Sick burn, Jenny. I have to read them? Gross. No. She's an old lady, and they all famously look exactly the same, so that's like the one thing you learn is like all the Vestrits look alike. Which is why she can't tell how many kids there are and how many grandkids there are. It's all one person <laughs> in her brain. Because it's Kefria, Althea, Mm-hmm. And Wintro. Right. Right? No, it's just no. Caprio and yeah. Althea. Just the sisters. Oh, no. Yeah, Wintro oh, right. is, right. is, yeah. is Kyle's son. Wintro is, yeah. the, son, is, is, is the brother. Kyle's son. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So there's... Wintro, Malta, and Selden are Caprio's children. Right. So she has four grandchildren. She has four grandchildren. Because Caprio's three and is one. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> she just erased Kefria. That's what she did. Yeah. She's like, who's Kefria? She's just like, know. Malta, Wintro, and Selden are my children. <laughs> Kefria does not exist. And we definitely don't acknowledge Kyle. Oh, no. <laughs> she did it again. It's funny that it, it happened in, like, the first book. 
It happened in the first book. It happened in another It book. happened early, yeah, where we were all like, yeah. uh. And everyone was like, oh, but the editor didn't catch that, and then the editor didn't catch this again. Who cares? <laughs> she just consciously wrote out Capria. Maybe she has, like, an incorrect family tree that she references in, like, her little book. This is of notes. unrelated, but... Do we remember, does anyone remember how Kyle died? Did he get eaten by a serpent? No, I think he gets hit by like a stray arrow or something while they're, he like yeah. comes out of a, of the, like, the hold of the ship or something and like gets hit by an arrow like immediately. God, I hope so. He didn't deserve to be eaten by a serpent. And then he like, does he, he like goes overboard, right? Like they don't have. Yeah, yeah like they that. don't have his They're body. just like, we don't have time for you. And then toss him So overboard. I think he does get eaten. But like, but it's not, not like his cause yeah. of death. Yeah, that's not how he died. Yeah. Cool. I just I do feel bad <laughs> for Wintro because it feels like he, it feels like Wintro was like on a path to something else. Like he was, like a potential catalyst, and he could have been know, somebody. He, yeah, he really could have been somebody. He was having all those visions with Saw, which to me means that he had a little bit of like skill, talent. And then he just like he got like obsessed with Etta, this woman yeah. that was like much he older he than he him. he went emo and he never recovered. There are some youth but now. There are some youth that go his... emo slash goth and then they outgrow it, but he did not. But now his finger is going to become a dragon. Oh golly! <laughs> Do you think she'll have like an extra toe? <laughs> like on her claw, like she'll have an extra claw. Yes, that would be Amazing, yeah. yeah. Polyjack dragons. Just have like one year of his memories. He was like thirteen. He'll, she'll have like. But how many? But there can't be that many memories. memories in his finger. Yeah, so he's just gonna have. <laughs> That's like, where I keep second. my memory. Wait a second, Dune logic only. All of your memories in one cell, repeated forever. No. Nope. Yes. No. Well, Cells that also epic. works with Muppet Treasure Island <laughs> with Mr. Thimble, the man well, that lives in Fozzie Bear's Well, now I feel Bear's like it finger. could be possible. <laughs> oh, happens in Muppet so Treasure So 100% of his useless-ass 13-year-old memories. Making a lot of really beautiful stained glass. I apologize to the one 13-year-old that listens to us. I'm sorry. That was rude. <laughs> You shouldn't I was be also, listening to us. It's okay. It gets better. 13-year-old. Oh, my listener. God. Yeah, when I was 13. 13 was dark, dark times. <laughs> Just got to power through. <laughs> Just one foot in front of the other. Um, oh, if you could, if you could make Realm of the Elderlings where everyone's a Muppet except for one person. <gasps> Who would the human be? I, I want know. everyone to be a Muppet. This is the except... most Muppety Muppet person there ever was. <laughs> That's why it would be funny He's if just he was the only human. I want everyone to be a Muppet I... except Robin Hobb, who will be present and narrating yeah. the entire story. And we only see her from the legs down. She's always up in the po in, in the crow's nest on the ships, just like as a mysterious yeah. figure. I'm gonna make it Molly. She doesn't <laughs> Fitz is a Muppet. Oh yeah. Molly is not. Molly is not. <laughs> that would be good. 
everyone's a Muppet but Molly, just to make it really obvious. <laughs> she does not belong. Uh, what else happened in this section? B was like, was nah. And the fool was like, it was so much. It was like, oh, remember Bingtown? Let me explain Bingtown. Remember how live ship traders work? Let me explain that. Oh, they're meeting. Oh, politics. What? We've got to wrap every single side <laughs> yeah. plot up. Yeah. Here's Ronica. <laughs> <laughs> At least, like, I, I mean, I believe what Ronica's saying. I don't feel like she's misinformed. No, but it's just like, here's every character you've ever heard of. You remember the Kendry? <laughs> yeah. He's still mad. He's still pissed. He doesn't even work anymore. He's basically the new the new mad ship. They just chained him up at the dock. You think they've diversified? Like, how are they making their deliveries? Like, would you like a live ship that refuses to work? Or would you like, a, a, you know, one of those impenetrable... A trader boat? Iron... And, uh, that was yeah. a trader, T-R-A-I-T-O-R, traitor. Right, the traitor. Traitor. I mean, they must have had to buy one of those. In, what are they called? Impenetrable? Impervious. Impervious, thank you. Impenetrable. <laughs> Can't poke me. <laughs> What's that for? Do you think that Kendry's family has had to resort to impervious boats? Which means they're going to have a leg up on the competition. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of pride floating around, but then not everybody in the town had access to a live ship. So then there's going to be people who are shipping on regular ships. I don't know. I don't feel that bad because it's like a bunch of CEOs losing their jobs. I know. I'm kind of <laughs> like, wah, wah. like should right. have well, you had a nest egg. <laughs> I'm sorry you and still have, have enough money to live the rest of your yeah. lives comfortably. I mean, like, Island. literally, they're Gotta sitting in Ronica's house and she's like, oh my god, we're going to lose the live ships. How will we live? And then the fool's like, I mean, we have, like, you know, Kenneth's hoard. Like, we all have that. We all made investments with that. You could and that was sell a huge the mansion that you still have that you didn't lose <laughs> in the first trilogy you were in somehow how will we feed the swans no i mean it got messed up they just redid it all with all their money yeah, yeah. doesn't ronica have like an, another enormous like farm well i don't think it's an enormous that farm was like part of she her had an, oh she had a little orchard i don't think it was an enormous farm no, it just played... no you're gonna go there and it's gonna be like picard's fucking orchard no <laughs> Half the cat. It was a help, modest like, orchard. I imagine it's like when you're watching Downton Abbey and it's like they have financial problems and they're like, well. <laughs> I guess no caveat. <laughs> we might have to lay I'm off some loose. of the staff. We're going to have to drink Prosecco <laughs> instead of champagne. Slumming it. Gross. And then does uh is it this chapter where Ronica gives uh poor little bee some clothes that don't suck? Yeah, but they're skirts <laughs> and shit. Yeah, is this Still, the magic shoes. magic That's shoes? Right. Yeah, I mean she's been like literally she's been she's been like barefoot wearing rags yeah. for like three books. No one bought her any clothes. I mean, I understand that people were literally. I mean, like, like people were floating on like, strips nasty, of wood in the ocean. Like Althea can't nice. be outfitting her in clothes because she was fucking. Here's at... the thing. But if Spark can sew a whole bunch of costumes exactly. overnight, because she not Spark some is of the, like, mourning because she clothes. lost her love. <laughs> well, he's back now. How Get protective to it. are you when you're mourning? 
I could barely do things on a good day. I think that the fool is showing that he doesn't have the instincts to be a parent at this moment because it's like, why are you not providing for your child? Like you're doing all the intellectual stuff. You're like, here's paper and I want to, but it's, it's, it seems transactional. It's like, give me all yeah. of your dreams and let's talk about that. But does she have shoes fool? Cause you have shoes. <laughs> she should have done what my four-year-old niece did when she was feeling spiteful towards her father. She should have just looked them square in the eye, pulled down her pants and peed on a chair and been like, what now, bitch? <laughs> uh, how old was she? <laughs> she was like, right, she had just 30, turned 30. four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, B is like feral. 12. <laughs> B is still feral. I mean, to be fair, Fitz was really bad at getting her shit. Yeah, she's just like, that's how your parents... The girl cannot have you. nice things, that's for sure. Like, it's just not... She better get... She's going to be so fucking self-sufficient. She's going to be really, like, bitter about that. I just but want she's... her always to have good shoes and some nice wide leg pants. Like, isn't that... It all started where she just wanted the nice custom boots from the market. Right? I thought people... Her. People don't wear shoes on boats, though, right? So, like, she's just... She was at home. I mean, there is an argument to be made on that front. Yeah, and then they dragged her through the streets of Bingtown with no shoes on. <laughs> they were like, oh, she doesn't have shoes. <laughs> and then they were like, instead of the first stop being, let's really buy these some shoes. Life. Spark's like, oh, we don't have a lot of money. That's okay. I'm going to buy tea or whatever the fuck they bought. It's like, no. But also, Carry like, on. they were in a rush. And if I knew I was going to a house where there were going to be hand-me-downs, like, I wouldn't have been like, let's go to the They didn't know, because, like, Althea had to find them later. They were alone. I'm like, you guys are unfit parents when riddle was like worried about fits i was like you're wrong look at the fool (laughs) like i'm team fool all the way but not with the child like that's like if you gave a child to me like it'd be like oh i'm like it's hungry what does it eat you know i'm like googling it i don't know cookies i don't think the fool's even googling it though the fool's like this kid's too i gave it a steak (laughs) i don't know all right, let, let's move on. Last last chapter, Joey. So, chapter 44, Up the River. Um, the intro is an entry from B's journal where she recalled reading something from Fitz's pre-burned journal entries. It involved a candle recipe from, you guessed it, Molly and her mother. Candles they made and then uh, burned when Molly was giving birth to B. B thinks it would have been nice just a nice surprise to have learned about these birthing candles and its recipe. I don't, I don't get it. B and um, company embark upon Vivacia. Um, Althea and Brashen are discussing what their new paragonless life will look like. Turns out they'll be fine, as we discussed. In discussion with Boyo and Purr, we learn uh, that they are headed up to Tree Frog, so that Vivacia <laughs> can become a dragon. <laughs> Before the Bingtown Council can vote on it, because they will most definitely vote no, because the live ships are more useful to them than smelly dragons. Um, on the subject of reasonable legislative bodies telling people what they're allowed to do with their own bodies, it seems kind of familiar right now. Her calls the live ships talking boats as a cringy joke, and Boyo then in turn cringes at it. Ration tousled bee's hair, uh, and then they set they sailed against the uh, acidic current of the river while being pursued by a couple non-live ship lame ships. Bee and uh, company then traded uh, the Cliff Notes edition of everything up till now, 
Um, during the nights, she's still experiencing some serious PTSD episodes because, yeah, after one particularly unpleasant night, uh, after one particularly unpleasant night terror, rather, Beloved comes to B and hands her a flute. Vivacia reaches out to B and talks to her about self-care, and later as they're pulling into port, Boyo shares a little bit about what he knows about the jungle here and the monkeys, etc. A little later, B is introduced to Tarface and his crew, and they begin transferring cargo from Vivacia to Tarface. Liveship Kendry is also tethered to Tarface. While working, the crew, uh, while working, the crew discuss the possibility of Tarface also making the transition into dragons, but he seems to not have made up his mind yet. Finally, Vivacia is handed the first cask of silver, so she may begin her transition. Cask one, two, and three. Da 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 da. <laughs> In place of Vivacia, live ship is the large silver dragon. She who was Vivacia. She made a clumsy display of flying out of the river. Her previous crew rejoice in her triumphant, though clumsy, transition. One keg of silver slipped under the commotion aboard Tarface, and he immediately drank that shit up, but remained Tarface. The joyous occasion is suddenly interrupted by a dinghy, a shitty little dinghy, rowing up, bar, uh, bearing an, uh, an annoying envoy of the Bing Town Traders Council um, in conjunction with the Rain Wilds Council. This person announces that this transition into dragons is unlaw is an unlawful use of their bodies, that it amounts to the murder of the live ships. You Too must soon. cease immediately, says the envoy. What's that, said Boyo? <laughs> you must stop letting your ships become dragons. You will be fined in the contempt of the lawful council and will be pursued across state lines and have justice <laughs> visited upon you. Uh, no one paid attention to them. Kendry has also made his transition into a dragon. Uh, he is gaudy as fuck with a bespeckled combination of pinks, reds on a black high. He looks fashionable. Um, Tarface was uh, now on the move and easily avoided the dinghy of the annoying envoy. Apparently, Tarman has done something to himself because they're making damn good time for Tarface. Probably grew a tail or something. He already had one. Probably grew a bigger tail. B passed the time, <laughs> or in flippers. P B passed P B B B B passed the time. <laughs> B passed the time during the journey, tying knots and learning songs on the flute that Beloved gave her. Because B's flute lessons were weren't annoying enough, Beloved went ahead and made another shoddier instrument out of cattails. And gave it to Purr so that he could add to the cacophony. And then moved into an apartment below us. Be Beloved <laughs> had some success. <laughs> Beloved had some success in parenting and teaching B by te uh, tempting her with stories of her father. Beloved uh, confided... Uh, uh, confi what? I don't know what that... Well, I don't know what I wrote there. Does anybody know what I wrote there? Beloved confided that he put that Fitz he put through... Fitz through so much pain. Beloved confided that he put Fitz through so much pain and loneliness, but he ultimately, uh, it was all ultimately worth it because dragons. Uh, as they arrived in port, they see a proper catastrophe of dragons, including paradragons, tentaglia, and many, many more. B beheld the elderling city of Kelsingra. B was served some elf bark tea so she wouldn't be harassed by the elderling ghosties. 
<laughs> Upon meeting the paradragons, she thanked them formally, and they expressed regret that they couldn't have eaten Fitz. We also learned that the Rainwilders were visiting uh, Kelsingra and performing healing magic. This was Fitz's wish. Skillmistress Clancy informs B and company that the whole coterie will travel through the skill pillar and convey them all back to Buckkeep. Yeah, that is chapter one. Next time I'm oh, having like a depressive episode, I would like you to offer me a flute. All right. <laughs> Have a flute. Here's a, here's like, a fuck flute. Sit on it and twist. I thought it was kind of uh Here, blow this. <laughs> I, th I thought it was kind of sweet that that Paragon <laughs> dead <laughs> that that Paragon wished he had been able to or that wished they had been able to eat Fitz. Yeah, that was cute. Yeah, because highest well, compliment. Yeah, yeah. Cause I felt like they didn't really get along most of the the book, and then they just wanted to eat the man that had their face. Yeah. Well, I think it's also like, you know, sometimes you're really only in a bad mood because of your circumstances. And then when your circumstances change, you become like a lot more chill. And so Paragons was like, hey, I was in a shitty situation and now I'm not. And I feel a lot better about all the people that tried to help me along the way. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, at least one of them. I, I um, <clears throat> All right. So... The the uh, the process of giving the silver to these boats seemed a little clumsy. I don't know. It's a little different <laughs> from boat to boat, huh? <laughs> it must be. I just like that the boats were like you know becoming dragons, and they were like, "Wow, we're really too close to this." <laughs> right? right? Like, oh, maybe we should rambled. get off of this boat. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that it took like a vial of silver for Paragon to become two dragons. Yeah. And it took Vivacia. Like, like she, she, she was sucks. hoarding, okay? She was hoarding She's the big. silver. She's big. And it takes she a lot. Sucks. It takes I a lot Tintaglia, of silver paint to get silver. I hope Tintaglia knocks her ass into yeah. those. She needs a check I for sure. That. She needs to get checked. Y'all don't like this boat. She's kind of a hussy. She She's rude. She was questionable. Uh oh. Yeah. At the, at the best of times, she was questioning. Do you think she calls herself Bolt again? Oh, God. I mean, uh, yeah. that That's, yeah. I mean, that was Bolt. I mean, Bolt was the dragon, so. Yeah. That was Bolt. Fuck her. Gross. It's the bitch inside. And the poor, poor other K-Dog. What's his name? Kendry. Is that the name? Kendry. And Kendry yeah. He's like, into... it's, it's, you know what? It's why I don't eat um, buffets from buffets because everybody's like, oh God, there's only so many green beans left. Like, oh God, they're all getting in. It becomes like a frenzy of like, is there going to be enough for me? <laughs> green beans. <Yeah. laughs> right. I know. That's not really what's being eaten on a buffet, but. Poor Tarman. So what do you think he made? Did he make a extra pair of legs? Flippers. flippers. He already had flippers. He already had little duck feet and he had a little tail. But he only had apparently he only had two legs and a tail. So you think he Jenny apparently Jenny knows. I thought he had four. Four legs. I thought he had four too, but yeah. we got an email from someone that was like he only has two. Oh. I, oh, I thought he only that. had two. I yeah, I was under the impression he had two. Now he's got four bitches. He grew a dump truck ass. I think he just put <laughs> Nope, I'm changing my answer. Dump truck ass. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's just like he from like from like the water down, he's perfectly formed dragon, but from the water up, he's just a shitty barge. All the fish have a great view. If you could turn yourself into anything, would it just be a dragon? Like maybe a he's turtle. got maybe he's the most imaginative and he's got something else that's just different. He was like, like I'm he was like, I wasn't even a, motor a fucking boat. Fuck boat. I don't need to be a dragon. I just need a dumb truck. Like ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, because if I become a dragon, I will have to fight, you know, uh, what's what's the umbrella's name? Umbrella. Black umbrella. Ice. Black Ice Fire? Uh, ice, ice Fire? fire. Oh, Why would yeah. they have to fight? <laughs> Yeah. For 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 dominance, he's gonna be the alpha male, obviously. Our man is the, the most alpha male. Tattered umbrella. Yeah. I think Icefire went and like died after that thing. <laughs> okay. But if, if Tarman becomes dragons, doesn't he become two? Uh, yeah, because he was already a live ship, and then he became more <gasps> of a live but ship. But he had an extra one. But the, how much of the extra one did he have? I think a decent amount. Well. The legs and the tail yeah. are the extra one. I mean, that's a lot. Wait, another twofer. He did make a choice because if he he could either slay Ice Fire or slay on the catwalk, and he chose the better. Oh. <laughs> yes. oh. So it's just really nice legs. Yes, you know what? He probably loves Leftrin and Elise oh, so much that he's just gonna wait until you know they're sleeping. They're done. Oh, yeah, <laughs> forever. <laughs> After that silver, now he can turn right. He's gonna be like, I need to absorb my dream. <laughs> I will spit out my dream. Foghorn <laughs> leghorn. Oh, no. That's it. He has he has he has he's got little eyelashes on his eyes now. <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> Still look like they were drawn on by a four year old, but he's got them. Oh man, I don't know, listeners. I hope this is the content you like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is we're deep in it. They would have left by at now. This point, you can edit this. <laughs> this <laughs> You'd have left the party by now. I think they would have been offended. <laughs> on you. I think they would have been offended before the second to last episode. <laughs> they can listen to the new podcast. <laughs> yeah. Alyssa's I don't know if that Barn is a podcast. Animals. I don't know what that is. I'm just guessing it's a podcast. Oh, what could it be? They followed us. So people, all right, so we have Is Fitz Happy, we know them, we love them, and then there's the return to the realm, but then a mysterious account followed us um, recently, and they are called the Buck and Wolf Inn, and all the Twitter says is coming soon. I don't know what that is. I don't what know if it's, it's, it could be an actual zoo. Maybe it's an actual inn. It's an actual inn. Oh shit, it's a I mean, restaurant. <laughs> If it's a restaurant or something that's really cool, well, like, we can invite them to Roteland. If they're trying to, like, steal our shit, we can fight. But I don't think so. I think they're, like, starting... I like that we're open to the other ones, but now we're, like, it's enough. (laughs) (laughs) This one's the deal breaker. We're no longer compatico. Like... Simpatico, rather. I mean, we're exiting the f- we're exiting, right? So, like, there's definitely room. So, if you want to follow the Buck and Wolf in and figure out what they are, they are at Bucking underscore Wolf. So, hey, what are you? Are you a podcast? Are you a restaurant? Are you an inn? There is Can the I stay Buck House. Are you a fair? Are you a Ren fair? Are you a forest in Sweden guys, that we can be part in of? In Burnsville, North Carolina, just twenty-seven miles north of beautiful Asheville, there is the Buck House Inn on Bald Mountain <gasps> Creek. 
Are you fucking kidding me? I'm right not now? kidding you. I, oh I, my god! I looked at, I typed "buck and wolf" in into do? my Google, and this is what it's telling me. It's so close. I was supposed to go camping in Burnsville in a little bit. It's a little house. It doesn't look very. It doesn't look very buckish. There mm. are wooden walls. What about the windows? They have glass. Mm. Is it, is it <laughs> glass? Um, TripAdvisor is saying it's a must. All caps exclamation points. Simply loved the inn. So it's like a bed and breakfast. Yeah, it's like an end, which means we would all have to go there and take up all the rooms so that we didn't have to interact with strangers. And then they'd be like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Throw up and cause Oh, yeah, fun. absolutely. <laughs> LARPers. They have a little restaurant and a little dining room. Maybe, and it's just maybe like that's a little... where they're going to be recording the Buck and Wolf Inn. There's, they're gonna be recording birds. In There's an amazing bird on a bird feeder in this photo. I don't know. It's black with a white. It's a black top with a white <gasps> chest, and it's got a red kind of thing in the throat. Uh, it's Molly. Oh, it's Molly. It's Molly. Oh, it's Molly. It's Molly. All right, I'm moving us into every dear. episode prompts because we've gone long and I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Every episode prompts, we are pack character introductions and exits. Well, we said goodbye to some of our favorite live ships and hello to a bunch of dragons whose names I refuse to memorize or uh, recall. I don't think we know. She who was my Bolt is definitely one of them, but I'm going to expunge that from my brain. Can't say that again. So maybe she decided to get a better name. <laughs> better name. Brunhilda. Um, who else did we say <laughs> goodbye to? I think we did say goodbye to a lot of characters uh, that we're never going to see again, like Clef. Uh, Veronica. Veronica. Dead teens in furniture. Goodbye, dead teens and furniture. furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We got to go to furnish furnishings, and that was a shitty place. I don't know. They got furnished permanently. Um, Prilcop. Well, we said goodbye to Prilcop in the last section, but I feel like we finally we also got a letter from Prilcop because Prilcop just can't like fuck off. So (laughs) I'm hoping. Hello. I'm hoping that this this section is our final Prilcop entry krill copped hashtag uh next up is animal assists i think that um motley is doing her due diligence i guess does tarman count as uh as an animal assist well i was trying to count uh the dragons as animals in the last episode and i was roundly told that i'm wrong oh i didn't so... get that far i guess i didn't hear i don't remember hearing that part yeah, uh, why know. aren't Dragons, animals. I don't know. Because they dragons. Do they wipe their butts after they, they poop? Like... Yes or no? No. With no, the wet animals. hands. Right. I mean, humans wipe their asses, though, <laughs> and we are also animals. We're people, though. We We're making a distinction. Animals. We're making th- a very arbitrary and those illegitimate Those who ask wipe distinction. and those I don't know. I feel like sentience is a... more... Do they not have a whole, co- whole like... <laughs> more complicated than wiping your ass and there are no animals in in the world of of roadland i always thought that it was like what animals not just using tools like forks or knives but napkins you know like i think a monkey would use a napkin if you gave him one yeah to wipe his ass to wipe his ass or his (laughs) face or whatever and throw it at you (laughs) 
Oh, I can. Did I can we talk about the elephant that killed that lady for oh, being a poacher? You know what? Elephants have the best memory in the goddamn world, and I'm glad that they have a spite level to match. I I would like to think that I know that like dragons are very much based on cats in the realm of the elderlings, but that elephant I think deserves an honorary mention and inspiration for our our dragony yeah characters. So vengeance, right? Like Joey said, vengeance. dragons are supposed to be fucking cats since when? Since like book two. Okay. <laughs> the sigh that they, went with that. I don't see it. Since you were there. Uh, next up is fashions from Jamelia. So fashions, B got some shoes. Fashions and from Jamelia. Fashions from Jamelia. She got some shoes and a robe. She got some hand-me-downs. Whoop. Just what every yep. just what every girl wants. Yeah, that's all. That's all. Every there traumatized was. person is like, yeah, just give me hand-me-downs, thank you. She also she also is like rocking like maybe like a nice sour cream complexion because she had oh, another one of her. Cream. Why was that the option? Because she was much <laughs> paler before. I know, but like, there's so many other things. Why sour cream? I like sour cream. <laughs> What's wrong with sour cream? I mean, it just makes her sound a little sour, a little tangy. But it's like sour towards the floor. Yeah. She had her nice. She had one of her shedding's, so she's on the right path. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think the fool needs to trust her a little bit more. I. This is the thing. Like, there's so much interference from all the prior prophets to the current prophets. It's like I know. Do you either. Be- what is going on with that? It's it's all bullshit. They don't know how to retire. She needs know. to emancipate herself immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nettle will give her an allowance. She doesn't need these people. She needs perseverance and a really good pony. And that's really all she needs. Nettle might give her an allowance, but she's going to be held hostage in that castle. What does she need perseverance for? Her sworn man. Her cavalier. Duh. They besties. Yeah. Uh, Roll the maps. Where are we and how did we get here? We went across half the planet. We are now in Bingtown, traveling up the Rainwild River. We've gotten to Kelsingla. Rainwild River. Rainwild <laughs> River. We've traveled Marriage up the Rainwild River. What is the secret weapon? <laughs> Someone else can lead. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I barely make coherent words in any sentence I say. I just needed to. It's, it sounded really nice. The Wayne Wild River. <laughs> the Wayne Wild River. The Wayne Wild River. Oh, gosh. Sorry, folks. Wolves off the top. I'm going to adapt um, my map to change it <laughs> to read that instead of. We've gone hard. up the Rain Wild River. River. And we've gotten to Kelsingra. And cool. I hate it here, but we're here again. This is like the big shitty city that everyone just keeps coming to. It's like <laughs> it's a little, it's a little too misfit island for me. It's you know how you always have to like switch, like when you're ta- when you have a connection, it's always in Detroit or it's in like DC. It's always one of those two places. No one wants to go to either of those places. Yeah, it's Kelsinger. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I appreciate the fact that it's a new city and they're trying, they still have a ton of work to do to get to a good place, but it's also just like, 
the boats of people being shipped in and they're like, hey, if you don't make it here, you can go be a farmer across the river because we got the ghosties. An indentured servant. Yeah. Let's and also like, be real clear about that. Yes. And it's just all a little like ration. What do you do and, with the ghosts, man? Yeah. You know what they should do is they should tear the whole fucking thing down and take all those. I don't, all those... I don't know about that because that bathhouse is pretty cool. But obviously, these magical stones, the skill stone, needs to get gone. So they, I, they I need to skill clean. They need to like. They need to do some skill spring they cleaning. Need... Yes, yeah, like... this is Chernobyl. They need to take that shit oh. into the middle of the ocean. I thought you meant like. I thought you meant like the little old lady from Poltergeist. Like this house is clean. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, they need to be yeah. cleansed. They, I, leave the architecture. Like, fuck the yeah. ghosts. Maybe they they need to get a nice powerful coterie in there then to like cleanse that. But I don't know how that works because beep, these beep, guys beep, can't beep, even beep, use boom. skill pillars. So. B's got a job. He's got a profession. Yeah. Cleanse the world of skill. <laughs> you are the destroyer. You are of the ghosts. destroyer. Destroy the skill. Ooh, that's not a good idea. No. That's an old Doctor Strange plot that they never <laughs> finished. All right. Um. Fitz Misery has a moment. The return of Does Fitz Suck? You know what? I'm going to give him a pass. Apparently not. I'm going to give him a pass. He's in this. Yeah. He's. Apparently, he's his best self. Yeah. He's the shambling corpse of, of I'm the chivalry. I'm a little worried, <laughs> at, you know, again, how easy it was for him to just skill murder trademark. Yes. Um, but. This is 11 with the neck breaking. Plunk. Mm-hmm. It does have some pretty cool implications because now he should basically just be able to go on a murder spree and get where he needs to go very quickly. Do you think Fitz cries needs as killing. much as Eleven cries? Because Eleven cries like three times every episode. Who is Eleven? I think Fitz can't really cry because he's had so Who is Eleven? Who is Eleven? Stranger Eleven? Things. Oh, Stranger Things. I don't watch that. Yeah. I think you'd like it. It seemed no too pressure. spooky to me. It seemed like I it's wasn't not that spooky. It. It's not that it's spooky. Not, I don't like Rachel can handle either. it. Yeah, it. it's not. It's not like gory or anything at all. I don't it's know. Just... There's enough housewives for me to watch. You ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Um, I didn't watch all of it, but I watched some of it. Ashley was cool during that period, so she did not imbibe in the nerd culture of the '90s. Not a lot of it. You're correct. I loved it Charmed Buffy though, ain't cool but. Anymore. Yeah, charmed. Yeah, and I was I a Bones watcher. That's about as nerdy as is, it gets. If you can watch Bones, Bones you can watch Stranger Things. <laughs> Bones. I love Bones. I stand by it to this day. I rewatch Bones it. Bones was good. I have a Bones bunch of seasons of that on DVD. Until they, until, until they killed Sweets. When they killed Sweets, they quit. can all fucking go to fucking hell. <laughs> you put the lime in the coconut. I rage quit that show. All right, so Fitz, Fitz gets a pass right now because he's a T-1000, and we're just real worried about him. Um, and finally, buzzwords, how is B doing? B is not thriving, but B is not not at the bottom. I think she's arcing up. I think better days are ahead. She's not thriving, but she's plotting, my dears. She's, yes. That burn book is just the notes are getting... <laughs> longer and longer i think she's just gonna be like all right fuck everybody and you know what at this point i'm team b whatever she wants whatever she decides i think it's fine even if it's counter to like what fits in the fool would like want in the stage like this is the world that they wrought and they've they've made a gaming board for her and it's time for her to like play her game and i don't think they need to be interfering with whatever she thinks is best if she asks for guidance then sure but also like she needs to have very trusted advisors and Fucking fool isn't one of them. No. 
No, he makes very split second irrational yeah. decisions for no reason. And Nettle's not going to be one because she's just like a worry work control freak. Excuse me, I love Nettle. <laughs> I mean, she's okay. Yeah, but she's not good. This Please, Riddle... she's just somebody's mother. I think that if she got <laughs> Riddle on her side, that could work. Exactly. Yes, I think You're Riddle right, would be excellent. You're right. Riddle and Perseverance. Yeah, I think Perseverance is a good one, but I don't know that he has the life experience for some of the things that she needs to console. No, but he's ride or die for her. So yeah, we'll yeah, and he's gonna grow up, so it's gonna be fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she'll make friends with Dutiful or somehow. I don't know. I just feel she needs a little bit more powerful. Well, she's in gonna. Her. She'll eat pink sugar cakes with thick. I'm sure. I hope. Ooh. Ooh, that sounded dirty. No. no, it did not. Get no. your mind out of the fucking gutter. Rachel just went, ooh. He's a sugar <laughs> addict. Ooh. Thick is an actual not creepy uncle, okay? Yeah. We're not going there with Thick. He's a we'll badass. Take that back. <laughs> We're not. Just, it's the way you responded to that statement. Ooh. No, that's not how, that's not what it was. Your interpretation is incorrect. She thinks that she cakes. thinks I'm on to something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right folks that's it all right we got one episode left don't cry i'm getting a little emotional <laughs> how is it gonna end in six chapters i just don't understand the distribution though i will say this entire book has been action-packed but i still feel like we're tying up a lot of loose ends we got a lot of map to cover we got a lot of loose ends to cover we have a lot of emotional closure to close like yeah i'm worried no. i don't know the last chapter i read i just cried on the train yeah oh, God. so uh. if this is your first time reading and you don't like crying in public do not read these next section in public please do you know how many times i've cried in public i cried in public on saturday <laughs> <laughs> thousands of Leave people watch this bitch cry because there was a parade and that's what i do at parades parades bagpipes i, I saw no there weren't bagpipes this was the this is the pride parade the, no but the, that's how you cry at the red fair because there was just a man with a bagpipe oh yeah absolutely <laughs> that's a one-man parade and then at, at alexis's <laughs> wedding there was a bagpipe and you started crying and then i started crying because you were crying that was, was a stupid. multiple person parade that's a that was a proper parade yeah. No, the sad, the Pride Parade started off with a group of adults in like their 30s and 40s that were color guard and they had rainbow flags and they were doing this fabulous color guard routine and I just instantly started weeping. It was just so lovely. Parades. I cried That's for like the first shift. like five floats and then I pulled it together. So. <laughs> You're like, all right, the rest of these My stuff. friends are so used to me just sobbing on the streets. It's fine. <laughs> Did, did it hold up to your New York City Pride Parade experience, though? I have pride here. Like, I want our I want Pride Parade this year was awesome. So, every year it gets bigger and bigger. And this was the longest parade we've had, hands down. And there were like, there were a lot of entities, you know, like a lot of floats and a lot of representation from companies and things, but they all had so many people walking with them. It was awesome. That's really great to hear. That makes me feel very hopeful about. I know Charleston's a blue dot. Yeah, but... we're blue dot Red Sea, but yeah, no, we've it's it was, it was loud, and awesome and loud and proud. I liked it. 
All right, guys. So uh, reminder, our next reading section will be Assassin's Fate, chapters 45 through 50. That's six chapters. We're each getting a chapter. You're each going to call a chapter. Do your summary. I'm and gonna then we're going to And then we're going to swap. Oh, oh shit. I'm going to have oh, to write this ahead of time. It's going to be so good. Oh, no. You're going to have to sing a song. Oh, no. So get ready. Do are we, we, we going to, yeah, draw straws? So, like, do we pick a person? Who I just, all I, all I ask is that Joey who's already done one of Ashley's in prior episodes not have to do Ashley's like let's just not give him a have new... to do you mean not get to do not get to do <laughs> oh no not get to do one of have to do Ashley again let's give our <laughs> listeners that extreme variety that we love um oh, so man. I'm gonna it, have guys, to read next... these chapters really soon so I can figure out the chapter that I want to do in a good song I... for it I cried for like six hours the, oh, when I God. finished this book the last right. time. So, which means I have to read it during the day because if I go to sleep after crying that much, I'll wake up with a Uh-oh. really puffy face and my eyes will be swollen closed. <gasps> it's but I can't look, put it off that long. Robin Hobb was like, "Oh, I see you. I know what you want from me. I'm gonna reach into your heart, Mortal Kombat style, rip that shit out, and throw it on the ground, like." Well, uh, it's she's so good. Everything she does is so good. I'm right. reading it again is such a pleasure. And I don't, I don't know if I could cry more than when when Night Eyes died. I was that. Yes, was, you can. I was deeply distraught <laughs> for a good long while about that one. Yes, you can. <laughs> you can. All right, folks. This has been Bucky Bradio. Email us at buckybradio at gmail let us know if we can read your email on air next episode. You can still email us if you hear this, but we may not have an episode to record it on, but whatever. I am Rachel. You can find me on the internet at Darth Rachel. I'm Alyssa, and I'm online at AlyssaMaynard.com. I'm Jenny, and you can find me at Faceless Bray on Instagram. I'm Eli, and you can find me at Chewy Bread Cosplay. I'm Ashley. I'm on Instagram at Ladybird Parker, and I look forward to all of your spoilery emails because now I get to actually hear them. And I was Joey Ammons, and you can find me at the Uncanny Robot on Instagram, the internet, and also PS5. <laughs> Please add me on PlayStation. Sorry, I didn't know we were putting our gaming info on here. I mean, Damn, I have a okay. Switch. Yeah, oh man, I just got Mario Kart. Can we <gasps> Alyssa, are you kidding me? That's I my most favorite. Today. <laughs> oh my god, I we're gonna play Mario battle Kart. mode together forever. Okay, let's go. <laughs> battle mode on Mario Kart that. is like my most favorite thing in life, and especially on the Switch. Oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. This has been the best thing I've heard in life in like six months. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll we'll figure out a, a time in in uh, chat, but our next episode should hopefully go up on time. Okay. One more. Bye-bye. Oh, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.